All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. I'm super excited to be back and to, uh, again, have a fantastic Kraken lined up for you folks, mainly because, honestly, I don't really call Krakens fantastic based on what we discuss and what we report, but I say this with respects to being able to sort of look outside of the box or sort of, you know, think outside of the box, if you will. So, again, let's jump right into it. So, First and foremost, we're going to be covering news from basically all over the world, essentially. But the thing is, is that I've sort of done a process of elimination as I normally and usually do uh, because some of the stories... at the time of my writing it down for my notes and at the time of my recording it now seem to be a little bit conflicting in a certain regard and you'll see what I mean and I I have to say for YouTube that is of my personal opinion so the video doesn't get nicked but you'll see shortly what I mean now first and foremost the S&P 500 has entered a bear market which is down 20% from its recent high I want to bring that up first and foremost to point out the fact that I truly don't care and I'm not trying to be sarcastic I'm not trying to you know uh, be provocative or anything like this I I mean that because again If life is like a wave, as they say, not to get all woo-woo or metaphorical, but it's best if one rides the wave rather than tries to shape, to try to shape the wave to its will, if that makes sense. Because clearly, just like a surfer, literally or metaphorically, the wave is far more stronger and superior. It's best to absorb that, that zone of, I guess you could say, motion rather than try and say, no, I'm going to make my own wave. Now, you might be saying, Dave, why are you going off in, in terms of, you know, all these metaphors on a Kraken that usually you don't normally do? Well... Honestly, folks, I'm very motivated today with this particular crack and to basically make a point after each thing that is reported here, and I promise not to spend too much time on each one. So the next thing is that the Joint United Nations Program on HIV uh, and AIDS, or UNAIDS, U-N-A-I-D-S, has warned that stigmatizing language used in the coverage on the monkeypox virus could jeopardize public health, citing some portrayals of Africans and LGBTI people that, quote, reinforce homophobic and racist stereotypes and exacerbate stigma, end quote. More than 100 confirmed or suspected cases of monkeypox viruses have been reported so far in nearly 20 countries where the virus is not endemic. Most infections have been reported in Europe, but confirmed and suspected cases have been reported in the Middle East, North America, and Australia. Now, the reason I want to point this out is because, um, you see... I'm not saying that in this particular case, what has been stated here by the Joint United Nations Program on HIV AIDS saying that, you know, stigmatizing language used in the coverage of of the monkeypox uh, virus could jeopardize public health. Um, I'm not trying to take a jab at any uh, culture, subculture, uh, group, individual, you name it. For those that have been watching or listening to the show for a while, you fully grasp that I think um, respectfully and humbly that's not our point here. The point is to try and notice, I'm not saying this is the case, but try and consider a noticeable perspective in which we see that, again, um, I guess you could say what one could call internal self-projection, except on a much more larger scaled up uh, apparatus, is being used here. Now, again, I want to be very, very careful uh, pertaining to specificities, and what I mean by that is, so, okay, say for example, someone is, 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 running at me to physically attack me, right? And then you folks that are listening or watching to this episode, uh, you basically, you're in the same room and you see someone attacking me. Say that person attacks me, they physically attack me, hypothetically, and I get up afterwards and I say, oh my gosh, I was attacked because of this, this, and this, when really the reasons I'm listing are my own internal insecurities, if you will. 
If we apply that on a much more scaled up larger perspective to this particular point here from the Joint United Nations program on HIV AIDS pertaining specifically to them warning that stigmatizing language used in the coverage on the monkeypox virus could jeopardize public health, citing uh, some portrayals of Africans and LGBTI people. I'm let me be very clear. I have many friends who are, you know, LGBTQ that are, um, you know, uh, homosexual, all of this. I have no personal issue whatsoever with what goes on in one's personal life, what one wants to advocate for. As a matter of fact, that's I, I dare I say that is the purpose of free speech. Uh, just because uh, some people may uh, not always agree or disagree doesn't mean that it should not be stated or have its voice in the town square, as they say. The point I'm trying to say here is that it's very delicate in, in, in the way in which certain tactics are used to sadly, arguably, weaponize such people that are truly trying to fight for freedom of, uh, of, of many things and say, oh, well, this is negative rhetoric or stigma. Now, I'm not saying that that is the case with the Joint United Nations program stating this in this instance. I'm just saying we must be vigilant of this. I want to be very clear about that. I'm, I want to be very, very clear. I'm not saying that is the case here, but I think this provides a perfect opportunity to realize we should apply some more critical thinking in this particular regard. So again, I could be wrong. Again, just because I'm behind the microphone does not make me any better or worse than any of you folks. But, you know, let's... um. Let's move on. So the next thing is that according to the DailyMail.co.uk, Hillary, Hillary Clinton approved the dissemination of the now debunked Trump Russian bank allegations to the media. Uh, Ex-campaign manager, manager has testified in the Durham trial. Again, I'm going to leave that there. I'm not trying to go on a witch hunt of, oh, look, the Democrats, oh, look, the Republicans. I want to be fair in stating that I would have reported this if this was a Republican or conservative development or effort as well, or quote unquote effort, <laughs> effort for what... in intent or interest is a little bit of a different situation but point being is that again i will leave that there i truly believe that is up for you folks to decide if you want to delve into it more for you think ah you know that's years old forget about it and i really mean that the next thing is that a rare tornado has ripped through towns in north rhine westphalia germany during a heavy storm hopefully i didn't butcher that name now again I'm going to leave that there. There are many people that have said in the comments on many different platforms of where this show is, is disseminated to in its episodes. Oh, well, you know, it could be a potential, um, let's call it manipulation of sorts. And I'm going to sort of leave that there. And look, I, I don't rule anything out. I'm not trying to be a tinfoil hatter, but I I don't rule anything out, folks. Um, the Mainly for a number of reasons. It, anyways, we'll, I don't mean to go down that rabbit hole. We'll, we'll take a look. We'll discuss that later. The next thing is that we see here, for example, um, in the eyes of many Brazilian leftists, Russia is doing everything it does, including invading its neighbors, not to expand its own power, but to free the world from the clutches of the evil American empire, which speaks to this whole question of why are so many Brazilians supporting Putin's Russia, allegedly, you know, again, this is allegedly the case. If I'm not in Brazil myself speaking to the people, I don't want to say for certain. But at the same time, it is allegedly mainly Brazilian leftists. Now, again, let's take let's go big picture. I hate to be like this and sound all tinfoil hatty, but we have to use what's called critical thinking and discernment. We have to think and consider to ourselves, is this is this truly the case? And I really do mean that. And I'm, I'm asking that because, again, as as someone who goes about their day who with only so many hours in the day for all of us. Unless we know someone in Brazil that has friends that can say, for example, and, uh, you know, uh, yes, this is the case. There are many people here that, you know, uh, for example, I know or she knows or he knows that that support this. As long as we can ensure that's not an anecdotal example or, or, or case, 
there may be some validity to, validity to this. Now, I'm not saying to doubt it, but I'm also not saying to entirely believe it either. And I say this as my personal humble opinion, because we are not there on the ground. Simple. I don't think that we should be telling people what to think. I think we should be helping them to think in a handful of different angles and perspectives that have clearly been lacking within society today. Just my opinion. I could be wrong. The next thing is that uh, the WHO, the World Health Organization Pandemic Treaty, is giving the unelected, uh, this is according to reclaimthenet.org, is giving the unelected international health agency the verge of being granted sweeping new powers, um, a fresh push for vaccine passports, global surveillance, and more. Now, again, I'm going to leave that there. It is not for me to say truly if you think this is for the better or for the worse, but we have seen recently a handful of uh, authorities, uh, well, quote unquote, you know, uh, medical authorities and all of this, and I I say that half seriously, half sarcastically, that have been simply because, I mean, I'll be honest with you folks, you want to hear my personal take, half these health authorities around the world, and this is no disrespect to anyone who is uh, currently trying to, you know, uh, lose weight or improve their lives, but these health, uh, some of these health uh, officials have gained more weight during the pandemic, and they're the ones pushing, uh, you know what I'm saying, right? So again, and I'm not saying that they're wrong per se, I don't mean to attack them personally, but it sort of speaks to the concept of representation of a particular institution that when someone is say, you know, again, this, I don't take joy in, in, in saying this, but when someone is quite obese, it's like, uh, are you sure that we should be taking advice in this particular regard? Right. And I'm not saying that sarcastically, genuine question, not for me to have the end all be all. My voice is just one of many. But again, we've seen recent individuals, uh, sorry, individuals recently within the medical world say that, you know, they're not happy with certain courts getting involved. They should, the courts and the judges should leave things up to the medical professionals, not just in America. We've seen that, um, I think a recent ruling in Germany seems to uh, allocate towards that, that, that suggestion as well. Again, not stating that as, you know, as dead on, uh, that is what all medical, uh, uh, you know, authorities or uh, doctors think. Let me be very clear. But we've seen a bit of a um, an attempt or a gander, if you will, to try and push the courts out of the way, in my humble perspective. So, the and make of that as you will. Uh, the next thing is that Grand Canaria Gay Pride Festival, attended by 80,000 from all of Europe, has been investigated as a monkeypox super spreader event, according to the DailyMail.co.uk. Now, again, to the earlier point, how could one say, oh, you're stigmatizing rhetoric when it's, I mean, let, let's be honest here, uh, for the sake of the, the you know, the state of bio, uh, the biological nature, and this is, again, I have a handful of, of trans friends, you know, uh, gay friends, some of the nicest people you'll ever truly meet, and I really do mean that, but if the, how can I, I mean, yeah, if, if the science leads to a potential situation where certain groups within human society must be investigated over others based on the data, for me, it, as I say, human on human, it doesn't matter, gay, white, uh, you know, uh, uh, Asian, black, the, the whole thing, the whole thing. So, um, again, the, it's, it's, it's tough, but at the same time, I mean, let's be honest, if you... Okay, for, forget the whole, you know, uh, the Gay Pride Festival. You take 80,000 people from all over Europe and throw, you know, throw them together. Either way, some, something could spread there. Uh, again, now, that I'm going to leave that there. I know a lot of you are probably thinking, Dave, what's, what's you know, are, what do you mean spread? It's, it's, a, it, it's a setup or it's a play or whatever. Again, I'm just going to leave that there. 
I know a lot of you know behind the scenes probably those that have been watching for a while what I what my personal opinion is, but I don't want to let that interfere with the reporting of what we're uh, doing on the Kraken series. But yeah, I, I got you folks, the ones that are reading between the lines there. Um, the next thing is that Russia has permanently banned 963 Americans, including Biden and Harris, from entering the country, according to a list published on Saturday. Trump is not on the list. Now, a lot of people will, you know, will use that as justification to say, oh, look, Trump is in cahoots and all of that. Look, I... I think we have far more things to be concerned about than Trump being in cahoots with the Russians. And I also say we have far more things to be concerned about than Biden being in cahoots with the CCP or with Ukraine, with Burisma, with Hunter and all of this. Now, there's a little more concern, in my humble opinion, relative to Biden and, and Hunter because they're currently in the White House, or at least Biden is. So, again, but at the same time, I do think big picture, we should be, again, not to get all woo-woo or anything like that or overly philosophical, but... I think we should all be focusing on our on ourselves more and learning how to, or at least attempting to objectively view stories in a not in a particular manner, in a multitude of particular manners. The next thing is that Biden says the United States would defend Taiwan military against an invasion by China. Okay, again, that that sort of doesn't exactly help the whole concept of working on oneself and being peaceful, but okay. Uh, the next thing is that Klaus Schwab tells attendees at his World Economic F Co uh, Forum conference in Davos that, quote, the future is being built by us, end quote. Yeah, that, that, that could be interpreted in a multitude of factors so or ways. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, I'll be honest, I'm just going to leave that there. Um, the next thing is that Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe has said Iran forced her to sign a last-minute false confession at the airport as a condition of her release. She told the BBC that a UK official was with her when she signed the statement, quote, under duress, end quote, before the Iranian, excuse me, before the Iranian authorities would let her fly home. Mrs. Zaghari Ratcliffe was released in March, six years after being arrested on spying charges. She said Iran extracts false confessions as a propaganda tool. I'm, it's very unfortunate what she had to go through, um, presuming we have the full context of this development over the last handful of many years, and I really do mean that. But at the same time, when she says Iran extracts false confessions as a propaganda tool, I'm not defending Iran here, I want to be very clear, but you don't think other countries do it too? And that is not to let Iran off the hook. I just want to be super clear. But we also have to consider that other countries possibly do that as well. So, again, um, the next thing is that HSBC has reportedly suspended a senior executive who accused central bankers and other officials of exaggerating the financial risks of climate change. Last week, Stuart Kirk, a leader in the bank's responsible investing team, said, quote, There's always some nut job telling me about the end of the world. End quote. At the weekend... Um, at the weekend, HSBC's boss, Noel, Noel Quinn, posted on social media that he did not agree, quote, at all, end quote, with the comments. The firm declined to, to comment on reports that Mr. Kirk has been suspended. Mr. Kirk, who is global head of responsible investing at the bank's uh, asset management division, was suspended pending an investigation into a speech he made at an event last week, according to the Financial Times, which first reported the story. Okay. I, honestly, big picture, folks, this is tit for tat. There's some internal back and forth. It could be having to do with many different uh, narratives that may or may not be wanting to be pushed by certain individuals uh, and others that disagree with this. Um, again, we could talk about how this speaks to a larger concept of this, again, of certain agendas, for better or worse, is not for me to say, but I see more of a tit for tat chess game going on here internally within HSBC. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. But based on the developments reported in this manner, that's, that's how I see it. Now, again, notice how it was reported reported to us it's possible that if it's reported in a certain way or an unst in, a, in a stagnated way it can therefore influence the shaping of how we interpret that information so again 
Um, it, not, I could be entirely wrong here. The next thing is that nearly 900,000 homes in southern Canada were left without power last Saturday after a severe storm hit the provinces of Ontario and Quebec. Seven people were killed by falling trees and a woman died when a boat capsized in the Ottawa River. Wind gusts reached 82 miles per hour or 132 kilometers an hour during the storm according to Environment Canada. And the power company Hydro One, which covers Ontario, said it would take several days to reconnect every home. Yeah, it really shouldn't based on how they... they and I could speak on this because I'm a I'm an Ontarian by by, uh, by by where I was born and all of that. But um, yeah, the, with with how much they rape us with the prices, we it should not take days. But anyways, I'm, I'm that's just me venting. Um, overall, again, I'm gonna kind of leave this there because there are a lot of people that will say, you know, oh, they're controlling the weather and all of that. Okay, I don't rule that out as my personal humble opinion, but at the same time. That is not to say that we can point at every scenario and say, oh, it's, it's simply that. Uh, more data is needed, in my humble opinion, um, if I'm being blatantly honest. And I, I could be very incorrect as well. Um, the next thing is that, according to Israeli intelligence sources, no Iran nuclear deal is worse than even a bad one. So a failure to revive Iran's nuclear accord poses much more danger than even a bad deal, Israeli intelligence sources tell the Jerusalem Post. Again, as, as I've said in the past... Um, my personal humble opinion, and I could be very wrong here, I'm pretty darn sure Iran has nukes by now, but I wonder to what extent the surface level, um, again, presuming that that hypothesis is correct, not saying it is, but to what surface level image or justification of a particular agenda or multiple agendas that provides uh, world nations by having a surface or tabletop um, deal signed by Iran, if you will irregardless if Iran really has nukes or not. I, I, th I try to think of it strategically, um, if that makes sense. What's what's the game plan here if Iran already has nukes? Now, again, maybe I'm very wrong. Maybe it is true that they don't. So it's hard to say. Um, the next thing, again, let me be clear for YouTube. This is just my opinion. The next thing is that Germany plans to temporarily reactivate coal and oil-fired power plants by decree in case Russia cuts, cuts off gas exports to the country. Um... Excuse me. Honestly, big picture, th this whole thing is nonsense, and I'm sorry. I, I mean, it is a chess game, but I think it's a nonsensical one. It's only damaging the planet, kills, killing innocent people. The only ones that suffer through all of this are the ec the economic, uh, uh, I guess you could say, uh, splashes or fallouts that the people have to deal with in addition to the potential physical fallouts, literally. So I... That's basically where I stand on that. I mean, it's a, it's an unfortunate chess game for those at the top, and people like you and I are suffering in that regard with respect to if you're geographically um, located in, in Europe, particularly Germany in this case. So um, the next thing is that, and, and honestly, big picture, if, again, bringing out the free energy thing would solve all this, but, you know, I'm not going to go there. Uh, the next thing is that Chinese and Russian warplanes have entered South Korea's air defense zone without notice, Yonhap reports. Uh, Russia's defense ministry says that Russian, uh, Russian and Chinese military planes conducted a joint patrol in the Pacific region, according to en.yna.co.kr. Um, interesting. It, I mean, it, again, strategy, if I'm if I'm being blatantly honest, but at the same time, it's interesting to see day by day, in my humble opinion, again, if we're not there ourselves, and when I mean there, I mean in the office of, you know, the, the Kremlin, I'm in the, the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, or the CCP's, uh, you know, uh, forgive me for not knowing the, the formal name of, of where President Xi resides in, in uh, China, uh, but again, interesting to see that, uh, you know, uh, 
the situation is probably fluid, meaning that things are constantly changing. So, yeah, I mean, I, that's the most I could say at this moment. It would not be fair for me to say, oh, you know, F China, F Russia, or, you know, or even, yeah, you know what I mean? Or even to support e either of them, to be totally fair. Again, being neutral does not mean it's the opposite of something that was stated. It just means we're playing it down the middle in an objective, observatory manner. And trying to look at a big picture, taking time to think on it, and you name it. I think one of the big issues with media today is it's it's constantly pushing that drive of emotion. Of you got to think quick, decide quick, choose, act quick, and then okay, go on to the next story. That that that's not. I don't. I don't think that is how the human brain is meant to. Uh, I don't want to say operate, but it's certainly a way to coerce the human brain, in my humble opinion. Uh, into getting more emotional than needed. So, just my take. But the next thing is that the website on Yin Yang's police files, which reveal details about China's brutal uh, persecution of Uyghur Muslims, is down. Uh, this is uh, yinyangpolicefiles.org. Um, it's a chess game. They're, of course, they're gonna. I'm. I don't know what what to say about that. It's, I think it's an Intel chess game, and I could be very wrong. But again, take one site down, this goes down, that goes down. It's it, this goes back up, and then something comes out about this country. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's unfortunate that it can't be publicly available at the moment for people to view or, or or take a look at. But again, that's that's my personal take. That again, the only people that suffer are you and I, without being given access to what's really happening in this case. So. The next thing is that British consumers will face sharply uh, higher energy bills in October. 12 million households could be plunged into fuel poverty, according to Bloomberg.com. Again, big picture, bring out the free energy, this won't be an issue, but you know, God forbid they do that. So, I, I mean, I'm oversimplifying, don't get me wrong, but yeah. Um, or maybe I'm not. <laughs> the next thing is that uh, Snapchat shares have been, uh, are, are crashing over 40% in early trading and the NASDAQ is down over 3.7% again, going back to how we started this recording. Okay. I mean, now I understand, honestly, if someone has money in it, that's that's one thing. Okay, fine. I, I, I'll say to you, maybe I would treat that a little bit differently. I wouldn't focus my whole energy or day on it, but I would certainly observe if anyone had investments in that regard. But uh, if one doesn't, then it's like, all right, you know, um, I mean, there's a multitude of other angles we can take there that we can go down. But again, because we're not being given data, we're not in the room with these individuals as it happens, whether it's on on Wall Street or whether it's in the intelligence community, we can extrapolate and speculate for hoof, God knows how long. So, again, that's why I kind of leave that there. And the final thing is that the World Health Organization Chief Tedros has been re-elected for a second five-year term. He's been accused of some things, and I'm not trying to make that to, to sort of say that, again, I'll be honest with you folks. Based on my personal research, I'm not a fan of the guy, but I could be wrong. Just because my opinion is that and I'm behind the microphone doesn't make me any better uh, than you folks in that regard. If there's any information that comes to light that shows my personal research may be incorrect or my findings may not be accurate... I'm absolutely willing to say I'm sorry, I'm wrong, and you know, you name it. Now, I know a lot of people didn't want to see him take this second term. But again, um, it, it's, I hate to say it, but it goes back to being a chess game in a lot of regards from an, intel, an intelligence perspective. So again, um, for a multitude of reasons that I'm probably not going to get into at the moment, but again, keeping someone like that in power, if you have influence or leverage over such individual, would be able to help that individual implement policies that would serve your country, group, 
effort agenda for better or worse is not for me to say but that would be the the even basic or baseline excuse me premise in this regard so with that being said folks thank you so very much for watching or listening we have a load of stuff coming publicly and even more so on the patreon again patreon.com slash generation z i kindly encourage all of you who are able to to sign up even for the again the four or eight dollar tier package you get i can safely say now hundreds of hours of extra content with different series depending on what you're looking for and we'll catch you all very very soon cheers